everybody. I'm Grant. And I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we like, making the other person experience it, and then we talk about it on this podcast. Grant, what's the full name of the movie we talked about today on this podcast? Alright, I think I got it. Uh, Cop Chronicles, Loose Cannons, The Legend of Hajj Mirage. Nailed it. just watched a movie yeah uh, we just watched a movie together as a yes. little experiment in yes. these dark times uh, uh it was my idea it's a very long movie name what was it again uh cop chronicles loose cannons the legend of haj mirage yes okay all right cop uh, chronicles colon loose cannons colon the legend of haj mirage yes yes and a hyphen between haj and mirage gotcha. yes Oh, um, this this was a pick by me, and uh-huh. and also the idea watch it together was mine because I especially partially it was bred out of my last pick, just not being received well at all. <laughs> but also it's like there I do feel at least personally there's an inherent like th- comedies work better when watched with another person. I I think yeah that's so true. that that was my theory of like maybe this will help. Because this this movie's weird, uh-huh. and it was like I can, I de- I love this movie. It was a, uh, one of my favorite finds this year. It's an older movie, but I found it and saw it this year. Yeah, and I figured I was like, people like my friends will like it, but will Grant specifically like it? Especially if Grant f- watched it just by himself. I was like, eh, yeah. that's on the fence. So, so let's try I, watching it together. I, th- I do think I would like it more than the last pick, but I uh, I am happy that we watched it together. I think that does add, you know, that makes more fun. Yeah. Um, so has anybody else in our group seen no, this? I, I, oh, okay. I saw it by myself when it was at, like the beginning of the year, you know, how after we do our purple movie episode, yeah. that then I always am like, ooh, I really... I really want to have a good list for next year. So I kind of, I think I, I said, what I started doing was through, because Amazon streaming, you can do the same thing that Amazon does with its products of like, oh, you like this movie? Or even mm. you're just looking at this other movie. Like you this, can yeah. see what yeah. other people liked. And I was seeing that, uh, because uh, this movie is made by a lot of the same people that made Spaghetti Man. Which I I had watched uh, in that same time frame, which is a movie where a man eats radioactive spaghetti from the microwave and can shoot spaghetti from his hands. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a, a low budget superhero thing. Uh, but then also I watched a like weird Muppet crime movie that's not Happy uh, Time okay. Murders. It's like yeah, yeah. it it's uh it's take it it's a little bit more straight. Uh, like straight face comedy than you know, coming silly strain like Happy Time Murders, mm-hmm. and both because that's a dumb com- cop movie, and then because uh, Spaghetti Man was made by the same people, both were directing me at uh, Cop Chronicles, so that's what made me be like, 
you know what? Both of these dumb movies I had fun with. Let me see what this is like. Yeah, and, I, and I of say, those three, this is easily my favorite. I would say this, so. This is definitely like a a funny cop movie. Uh, in but like I guess the 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 way I would pitch it to people if they had seen some other stuff would be it's not it's not the other guys, and it uh, obviously like production value. It's not like. It, it's yeah. not. It's made by like a couple people, obviously on a shooting budget. But like, yeah, it, even it's, even it's besides a nothing that, budget with like their cameras and lighting are like decent, right? Right. But like, it, you know, it's not. Um, you know, it's not in the mold of the other guys or mm-hmm. Twenty One Jump Street. It's closer. I I felt it very much resembled uh, both like a college humor skit and. Like, uh, some of the Britannic videos, like, mm-hmm. uh, especially, like, uh, eagles are turning people into horses, like, you know, it felt like one of those, but extended to a full hour and a half movie, uh, yeah. which... Yeah, I when, think of those examples, I would actually say, like, um, Hot Fuzz is a little bit closer, t- like, tonally, because of mm-hmm. the, the flipping between a... The world, it's an absurd world, and it's versus just like, oh, these are absurd situations, absurd people in, in a relatively right. realistic world. I guess the um, thing that was so surprising to me about it was how it, like, when you just say, because like, I, I think, I think the closest humor wise is college humor and, and Britannic stuff. Yeah. And like, if you just say, oh, yeah do an hour and a half of that. It sounds kind of like, eh, I don't know if that would work. Like, yeah. It sounds like something where, again, it sounds like it would be something where it's like, oh, there's a skit, and then on this next scene is another skit, it's, mm-hmm. and it's like a continuation, but like, if someone just sits you down, it's like, hey, I want to show you this video, like, that's fine. But then if they do that, you know, 50 yeah. times Which in a row... Which was exactly just, your problem right, with the exactly. Don special. Exactly. Well, that was one of them, yes. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think that the impressive thing about this is that it was consistently funny and didn't wear out its welcome. Yeah. Like it, well, it, it, it found a pretty good pace to do purely funny stuff and then come back to a semblance of a plot and then kind of even point out the fact that it's just a, a semblance of a yeah. plot, you know, like just to, but, yeah, it, like, it, but it still works on people, you know, it's yeah, still... it does function as a movie. Cause right. I think, cause like we have seen college humor do, um, you know, they've done the shining or, or the purge where it's like, Oh, it is like five sketches that roughly would mm-hmm. equate to the length of a short movie. And the sketches are kind of sequential, but there's no protagonist. There's no like, like, there's no actual, like, arcing or plot that really connects those. They're just connected through linear time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one does actually have, like, a a film structure in the way that a, uh, you know, online comedy, sketch comedy kind of tone wouldn't... It either wouldn't or it would not... It does not typically do that well. So it, it does kind of live in a perfect balance between, like, Oh, it's the tone and humor that you'll get out of um, some like some like hipper online video publication stuff. But 
it is a movie like yeah wholesale it is a movie versus like um you know the widest kids you know did a movie back when they were successful that movie was horrible (laughs) because Mm -hmm. in part because not all the jokes land but also not like it just didn't it it would like the plot would stop for the sake of a sketch occurring kind of thing and this this doesn't really do sketches it does there's a plot and then there's jokes and visual gags and stuff throughout throughout the movie yeah but it never felt like they're trying to do what sketches do which is have that five minute beginning middle and end kind of thing Uh yeah Um, yeah i think that is kind of the saving grace of this movie of like you know it's a movie for it's first and foremost it's a movie it's a movie with a kind of it's kind of like a like yes they were using like red cameras which are expensive but Hmm. It is kind of a testament to like how you can just make a movie, you know, even if you are not going to have the uh, the budget normally to make a movie or whatever, you can mm-hmm. still make a you know a fun fun movie. Like they still managed to to do a lot with what they had, and and it it's one of those things that. Because of that, they kind of like their solution was to lean into it and you know make that part of the joke and yeah. the comedy of the movie, which worked really well. And you know, and the impressive bit is that they sustained it like and made, managed, like we said, just to make a, a whole movie that is watchable and, and yeah. enjoyable. You know, that keeps going. So that's yeah, because like an accomplishment. Because I, sure. I I watch a lot of these like lower budget movies because i you know we have a lot of really creative friends and i like to i i like seeing projects that feel like projects that we could have made and the thing i really like about this one is it's you know you can see like a high budget trash movie and you're like the only reason i couldn't do that better is i don't have a a ton of money and then you'll see low budget like see you know midnight movie kind of trash stuff like i saw one movie that was just like it was a very banal slasher movie but all of the characters were puppets in it i was like yeah i i could do that like i i don't think (laughs) i don't feel bad or pompous saying that but with this one because like because it's so consistent and there's a lot of like little details that are like we we this was the second time I watched it and there were jokes that I never have seen before mm. somehow just like you know the credits has a joke <laughs> a really good joke in it multiple good, really good jokes so like there's a level of consistency on it that I'm like you know I like to think I'm clever or I I like to think I know funny people but I don't know if I could make this movie right. given the same circumstances, just because it's like that's there's a lot of talent being yeah, put on I, display. I definitely, I feel like this is such a good, um, like this is such a good like work por- like portfolio piece because like if someone sees this, I feel like yeah, you know, it's not a high budget movie, but like there is a lot of very evident talent uh, yeah. behind it, like. And, you know, that's kind of the, there's a lot of, um, even just all the actors, like, you know, you have, 
one of the actors is a guy who feels like a classic, uh, you know, stereotype of a very good looking person who is just trying to break it in, you know, break into acting or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, he has really good comic timing and yeah. like is hilarious. And like, you know, so like, well, it, well, one thing that, that, uh, I really like, I appreciate watching. I kind of wish we did this, but it, it would have been a lot is doing spaghetti man and cop chronicles as a double feature. Cause, uh, so Riggs, the, the bearded cop is spaghetti man. Mm -hmm. Uh, the hostage is another main character and is, spaghetti man's best friend but the um macraw the character the the character you're talking about he's the main antagonist of spaghetti man like the the like final boss kind of figure so like i don't know because i've never really like looked at the social media of these people but like through the nature of seeing that repeating casting it makes it have that you know like the like Kevin Smith movies where you're like, oh, clearly these people know and like each other and get along yeah. and are friends to some extent because you wouldn't cast, yeah. you wouldn't be in a the, a trash movie made by these people twice if you right. don't actually like them and you're just trying to pad your resume. Um, also, I wanted to mention because I did look into the director enough after I watched both of these, they're a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. What so, really? Like, yeah, I, I haven't looked into the, like for what, but just that detail I I think is like a funny emphasis of like when we say that, like there's some talent here, like there there really is object that is objectively true. It's just they, the, you know, it it feels like the we I've talked about this about our our senior capstone projects back when we were in college, which is like fucking forever ago now but one of my favorite things about that time because of the freedom we were given i loved seeing different groups not not trying to make like what is the coolest portfolio piece or what is like the artistic thing that would impress the most people but they're just making like straight up passion projects you know mm -hmm. my team did a superhero thing because a lot of us were big fucking comic book superhero nerds. Your team did a cool sci-fi racing game, which, like, I don't know anyone who loved Star Wars and driving more than you. So, like, that. see, this feels like that, especially with the, um, some of the deeper cut kind of stuff. Because I mentioned to you, I don't remember exactly, but I, I'm pretty sure the police chief chugging Pepto-Bismol and, and eating Tums is a reference to a police chief in, like, a notorious trash cop movie, because I remember that being a, a joke in a Red Lair Media video mm -hmm. about it, of like, oh, it's this police chief that's just eating Tums literally all the time and talking about his fucking upset stomach literally the whole movie. Uh, so, like, even showing... Like recognizing those little details makes it seem like, oh, they're they're making they're not just making a like a a satire of like cop movies. They're making they're they they have a specific like love and affinity to like some really bad old eight seventies eighties cop movies and like that 
passion definitely makes it clear like this this is this feels like this movie came out exactly the way they wanted it to you mm-hmm. know it's not a thing where it's like oh if we had more money then the movie would be like the real version it's like i don't know this feels like exactly what they wanted it to be which I is would say awesome one of the things i thought while watching this uh and this is just slightly deep cut for us but um i feel like I feel like these are the right people to make the Chad Kickington movie. <laughs> like, uh, so like Brian's, like our our friend's story about a a weird hero uh, that it should be in a bad eighties movie, like yeah. uh, Chad Kickington. This this feels like the right, like yeah, like hand, hand over the reins of like hey, like yeah. Like it, it is it, interesting. It, it, it I would remind me of that a lot. Yeah, I would love to see them take on like do more stuff. I just want more is the thing because like I've mm-hmm. looked at the filmography for the director, and they have other stuff, but they're a little bit more of the like short film or like a little bit more like having they the I don't know because I haven't seen the movies, but. They don't look like they're the same comedic tone. It looks like it's more of a, um, it maybe like murder party would be comparable, but some something a little bit more in the like artistic mm. end of the spectrum, which is fine. I just it, it's I really really like Cop Chronicles in particular, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I I this is a really fun movie. I I if. I would love to watch it with more people when we're in LA, yeah. since it is very much an LA movie. Uh, I did think it was really interesting because try like one of the things watching it a second time was me thinking about like where the budget was being spent and like what were the most difficult or more expensive things to do, and then I remembered that they fly to Washington D.C. for like five minutes of the movie yeah and very clearly have like a ton of establishing shots and stuff uh it it was interesting trying to think about like so did they just do a trip to dc and be like yeah while we're here we'll do like i was i was thinking about this or something it was one of those things where it's like that could be the case or maybe uh that guy just needed to fly to dc for for some reason unrelated reason and they're like oh let's just work it in like yeah yeah know, exactly like it's, it's like tell. i want to know this is a movie where like i should look into this if this has a blu-ray with special features i i want that because there <laughs> there has to be so many weird stories behind it um ra- random aside another not it's not like a deep cut but it's a throwback thing brian will and i i can't grant i can't remember if you were with us we watched this like really bad 80s action movie a while back uh where it was like these this militia hunting this just like 80s action hero type but he was wearing cut off jorts the entire movie and hiding and fighting in the woods and like i'm sure that's not the only movie where an action hero is wearing cut off short short jorts but i did uh-huh. remember this movie when i was watching that being like oh shit like you don't need to know that the sight gag of like this Jack guy wearing fucking short shorts in the woods is silly enough 
to be amusing, but recognizing it's like, oh, like that's a real thing from eighties action, <laughs> like dumb bo- bottom of the bin eighties action movies made it fun. God, I um, love this movie. I do too. I so I was just looking up. Uh, it looks like uh, uh, the guy who played McGraw. Uh, is married to Gina Rodriguez. Uh, ah, that would explain that. So Gina Rodriguez, yeah, uh, who who's uh, probably best known for Jane the Virgin. Um, she, yeah, she's in this movie, but like, <laughs> has not a lot. Like, yeah. she's she uh, just... she is. Well, I I don't want to get into spoilers, really. Yeah, no, no, but because it, it, yeah. it, I doubt anyone else has seen this movie, and it's no. a fun one to watch. So yeah, she's not in it a lot. She, what she does get to do as for acting in this movie, yeah, it's fun. Seems like it would be really fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was another thing. Trying thinking about like, you know, because I knew some characters were for the other movie. And then other, like, try to figure out who were people that were just, like, hired for a day as, like, mm. a, uh acting gig and stuff. Because, uh, yeah, they don't, you know, that is the one kind of resource that if you're going to make, like, a no-budget movie is, like, you still need people. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, I, in theory, you have, like, you should pay them, uh... But at a minimum, you need to physically be able to convince them to be a part of your movie. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it made me. I I definitely would want to watch this again with uh with other people, and I'd be more interested to see Spaghetti Man. Um, yeah, Spaghetti Man. I will say is like Spaghetti Man f- takes place in a more believable world it is more the like okay these powers are clearly insane and stupid but the world is like the real world which it it Mm -hmm. creates it creates a different kind of comedic tone you know Mm -hmm. um so i like i like this one better because i think it has more like capital j jokes per minute kind of thing um but i did really enjoy spaghetti man too i do I do wonder, you know, with quarantine, obviously, like, every person that I know is trying to fight off cabin fever with, like, mm-hmm. doing different things. Like, we obviously, are, like, our friend group has been doing, um, you know, family game night and, like, watching mm-hmm. the Saw movies and yeah, Gundam all that models. stuff. But, like, yeah, arts and crafts specifically, like, we've, we've had a bunch of Gundam model building and Lego building and mini painting and like just a, a and, and uh, keyboard building and yeah. like, you and know, little like ARGs, right. Little ARGs with, uh, with notes and stuff like letters that we mailed each other. Like it, I, it does make me think that um, that's just us. And I also know like other friends, like I had a friend, who just uh it's funny because that we watched this today because she she just today posted uh an instagram thing that was like a little short film that her and her cousin made while they've just been at home mm-hmm. uh and it was for like a quarantine film festival oh there's like people submitting like just short really short films that they made uh so they made one about like a little uh, like a little superhero in training uh uh movie and like 
you know, just because, like, they don't, like, I don't know that either of them, her or cousin, are interested in any, making anything, like, to do about film, but it's just, they're bored, and, you know, like, you know, so it's, I'm curious to see after the quarantine ends, what, you know, creative endeavors people, I I gotta imagine that there's probably a lot of people writing scripts, and a lot of people, you know, just doing stuff that they've either not had the time to do or just because they're they're bored and and finally yeah. have run out of other stuff like they yeah. can Yeah, and there's an undercurrent of the like it. life is short kind of thing going mm. on too where I can't imagine if it's like oh if your dream was to make Top Chronicles 2 <laughs> and you're like but I have plenty of time and then after this it might be like no we don't have plenty of time right. you know Fucking go make your movie now while you can. Yeah. Because the world's fucking falling apart. So I'm interested uh, to see uh, if once people are able to, to uh, get back uh, in the same place once, you know, the quarantine is over or once it's safer, mm-hmm. then maybe, um, maybe there will be a lot more stuff like this, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh I know, like, Patrick Willems, so who I also, like, his, he did the, um, the Wes Anderson X-Men, like, you know, stuff, and, like, that kind of feels akin to some of this, and, like, I feel like, I know that he's tweeted about having gotten a lot of videos done, uh, or or at least scripted or whatever, and, like, yeah, I just, it, it does make me hopeful for, uh, there to be, uh, interesting stuff to come out of uh, this time that we're all just stuck at home mm. sitting here. For sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, that does kind of relate to one thing I, I want to speak to. They There's a certain kind of like joke structure that I love that I, I don't get to, I feel like I don't see it very much out in the wild, but it's in this movie a lot of the like the absurdity of the situation and deflating it with like some throwing in genuine, sincere political messaging just at like ti- timing that feels weird, wild and inappropriate. But the actual text of what's happening is like, hey, you know, that is an interesting factor, an interesting perspective. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the like, we both groan because at one joke. Or the setup, what what ended up being the setup of a joke where they're interrogating someone, and they instead of good cop bad cop, they're like, "I'll be good cop, you be woman cop." And it's like, "Oh shit, that sounds." It's at first it sounded like, "Oh, they're just saying female cops are bad police officers." That joke's sexist. I don't like it. But mm-hmm. what it actually ended up being was the the other cop just kept reciting. <laughs> Very interesting statistics about like the wage gap Pay in the workplace, and yeah, yeah, family planning. It's so it's like oh shit, like that's a really good point, and I'm learning something from this bi- this weird bit <laughs> that you know the context of it it makes not a lot of sense, but I I actually really <laughs> like that kind right. of joke structure. They had some other instances of that in the movie where the where a character would be like. I, I didn't want to be an assassin. I wanted to be a def- defense lawyer because of these uh, 
criminal justice problems and stuff. Right. It's like fucking hell. Like I, I don't know that. I think that joke structure of like the a drop of sincerity in that absurd world. I, I just really like, but I don't. I feel like I don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. a, that is a tactic I'll sometimes do in like j- you've seen it in Jackbox games where I'll just make references to like. Uh, oh, the, like, different, like, political stuff as a counter and as a contrast to, like, a really shitty Jackbox prompt or something, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah. So, that was, that was just another layer that was a consistent thing in this movie that was like, I really like this piece about it, too. On top of all the other things I really like about this movie. Right. It's kind of, it's funny that you think about it just from comedy, because I feel like in, just in a bunch of stuff, like, we also watched Saw Six uh, mm-hmm. this this week, and that has a similar like. There's like in in place of Jigsaw's usual like shitty like, oh you were depressed, so fuck yeah. you, I'm gonna kill you. Instead, it was like, uh, you can. Attributed to the mortgage crisis, so yeah. I, like, so that's why I'm going to yeah, put you yeah. through this torture has, has a active, not like textual, in your face Medicare for all argument right. to make, and I love it. And I, I think I mentioned it when we were watching it the other night, where I was like, I think seeing Saw Six is the first like real active like political thought and like opinion i remember having as like a teenager outside of like you know we all watch daily show and it's like haha i agree but that's that's it that's kind of informed by well the other side keeps is just dumb like they keep saying dumb shit or or Mm -hmm. hypocritical shit whereas like with saw six and the the health insurance argument it makes like oh no it's really just telling you about the situation and why the situation is fucked up and then you go hey yeah it is fucked up mm-hmm. yeah so i i thought that was a fun memory lane kind of thing going back to right. that one and it, i mean it honestly improved my memory of the like going back and rewatching the movie there's a lot of stuff about it as a saw sequel that i don't care like care that much about or want or like as much as some of the other Saw sequels, but as it has that message, that makes it more interesting. You know, it's something yeah. that we talked about a little bit. Like, um, yeah, we were talking about like, oh man, out. I kind of wish uh, one of the Book of Saw, you know, spiral esque spinoffs that off. we assume yeah. are happening was more of that. Yeah, we're calling it now. Spiral will be one of them. Tricycle will be another one. Yes, that's, that's what we've decided. <laughs> yes. Ha- <laughs> All the Book of Saw movies have to be some kind of simple, you know, like, easy-to-make-a-graphic-of yeah, image a from the original object. franchise. Yeah. So, Spiral, Tricycle, Wax Tape. <laughs> <laughs> wax Tape's my, my favorite. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah. I It's weird. I don't have a lot to say about Cop Chronicles, I think, because, like we, we said, we don't want to spoil it, and we know no one's seen it, so there's not... That's a true. ton of value uh, in like yeah. the spoilers section of the podcast because like well no one's seen it everyone has right. to go do the homework of seeing it first yeah um which you also can the, see it, it on amazon right that's where we yeah, it was it. just amazon yeah. prime um 
it's also really there's not a lot of value in someone through audio telling you like oh this movie's really funny like yup it is like <laughs> right yup I'm not a comedian so I can't really get into the details of that I I just know what I like about it uh but yeah I think the the main thing we started with was like I think this is a really good like primer or like it, it, it's like a inspirational north star kind of piece of art of like hey you don't need a budget to make something cool i do think it, it like what i take from this movie is like i still need to stick to what i'm good at mm. you know i this movie does not make me go oh i'm gonna go make a movie because i don't know how to make a movie what mm. i do know how to do is make kind of like small weird independent game projects with a target demographic of six people that are my friends Mm-hmm. But this movie does facilitate, like, foster that, like, fuck yeah, like, what's stopping me from making that thing that I think would be interesting and fun and a fun mm-hmm. experience? Because, um, yeah, I, I think with this movie, I think about both the movie is cool and fuck, it must have been fun making this movie. It must mm-hmm. have been so fucking fun making this movie. Yeah, it does look awesome. No. So I that is my homework. I'm gonna see if there are like Blu-rays or DVDs that I can like actually get some behind the scenes stuff. I'm not optimistic about it, but we <laughs> shall see. Uh-huh. Yeah, it it's it's a pretty uh pretty low budget. I, I feel like the behind the scenes uh that they would have had would be like, okay, let's let's check their Instagram and Twitter from around that time. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it's fun stuff. Definitely recommend people go see it. Go check it out. Yeah! Cool. Well, that'll do it for us, I think. Uh, yeah. want to thank uh, Runa for our awesome artwork, and yeah. Dave for editing and uh, giving us theme music. If you want to comment after you see this and let us know what you think, yeah. uh, you can do so on SoundCloud. And yeah! Yeah, go watch the movie. It's fun. Mm Mm-hmm.